right, hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Manny's Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- fellas, uh, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my See? God. <laughs> That's <We're> a great <laughs> we've, we've had 70-degree weather here. For, I mean, we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. So. And it was even spitting snow here in my hometown today as well. Although that's nothing new. We get snow like eight months out of the year here, it feels like. Welcome everybody to Turnbuckle Talk. My name is Carl Carafel. I am joined alongside with OMD today, the one-man dynamic. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing quite well, friend. Um... Always just trying to keep busy, trying to get some lots of stuff done, lots of stuff on the go in the next few days. And Sounds good. Sounds good. Our final topic for the night, as you saw on that uh, quick little graphic, I'll put that back up again. We're going to be talking a little bit about something with WrestleMania and Triple H. Stay tuned for that tonight as well. We are going to be bringing you a little bit about uh, Lita and Becky. Bailey talking with Ariel Hawani. Ring of Honor getting a former WWE name and star. Big Show is going cruising. Trademarks being filed. The host of WrestleMania. Forbidden Door number two. When will Ring of Honor air? And then as mentioned, our final for the night is going to be WrestleMania with... Triple H discussion. We're going to start things off with something super simple and easy that I am super excited for. And I'm excited for this as well. Bass for 69 coming in. Thank you so much for joining here. Good evening to you, my friend. Thank you for being a, uh, a consummate here on this program. I very much so enjoy it. And I hope that you enjoy this too. For all of you that are listening, whether it's live or during a rebroadcast of this, if you like what you hear, tell your friends. Have them come over and be part of this as well. We're going to talk about something that is amazing for me and anyone else that may be involved with it. We're talking the Chris Jericho cruise. So the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager is going to be happening once again. The Five Alive will be happening in January of 2024. Well, it was announced today via email to all of us that the guest of honor for the Jericho Cruise is going to be none other than no more BS Paul White. I am super excited for this, and I'm hoping that... Um, He is going to be walking around, interacting with uh, everyone that's on the cruise, just as Vicky Guerrero has (laughs) done in the past. 
this, I was on the, uh, cruise number two, Vicky Guerrero was out there. Uh, she like, she asked me if I had my cell phone so that we could take a selfie. Wow. Like she was just absolutely amazing. Wow. So the biggest guest of honor, literally the biggest guest of honor for the Jericho cruise is going to be a multi-time world champion, Paul white on board the five alive. I'm, I'm super excited for this. And even, even given the timing of all of this, this all comes at an interesting time as well, where Jericho has filed a trademark for Jericho. show. Yes. Which was the tag team that they had used back in the WWE when they partnered up years ago. Yes. We could maybe see the big show and Chris Jericho tag again on the Jericho. Yes. Well, and I know it just happened recently. I can't remember for what show or if it was a special AEW event and Jericho teamed with Danhausen. Yes. Actually, it was on the cruise. Yes, it was on the last cruise. Yeah. And, uh, Jericho dressed himself up and painted himself up like Danhausen. Yeah. And I believe they went with the Jerahausen name. They did. They did go with Jerahausen. So, but yes, you do bring up an interesting point is are they going to reteam up as Jericho? I know we don't get to see Paul White in the ring very often anymore. I believe he's had one televised or one pay per view appearance. Right. But that's all because due to injuries, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? But he did share not too long ago that he should be cleared to compete again real soon. Nice. So we could be getting a Jericho reunion happening on the fifth Jericho cruise. And I'm excited for I, I I can't blame you. I mean, I haven't had the privilege of meeting him through any of the meet and greets I've gone to, but I have heard he is one of the nicest guys to talk to. I know from previous WrestleMania experience, he was seen just walking casually down the streets of Toronto. This was back at X eight. Right. And I have seen him at some other house shows as well, but of course you don't get the necessary luxury of meeting them. No, no, you definitely don't. So Jericho has filed a trademark. Turns out that the WWE has been doing some of that as well. WWE has filed to trademark character names of past and even current and present superstars with the company. Those familiar names include Ezekiel Jackson. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and Zack Ryder for entertainment services purposes. Now, this is all coming off of the heels of Matt Cardona saying that he would like to get a trademark for the name Zack Ryder. Cardona had filed to trademark the Ryder name in January but it denied. He later explained that the WWE had to let the trademark lapse, so he sought it out for merchandising purposes. I mean, as of right now, he is the self-proclaimed deathmatch king. 
right? Yeah. So he he kind of had an idea for a Matt Cardona versus Zack Ryder cinematic matchup to yeah. happen, yes. right? That appears to be off of the table now. It, it does not look like that is going to be happening. No, so Zack does- Ryder was very good about things, and all he did was he uh, kind of just tweeted out and he said, smart, got to protect us ECW originals, referring to himself and uh, Ezekiel Jackson. So, yes. What do you think about the WWE trademarking those names? And are there any other th- names that they've been looking to trademark? Um, well, Ezekiel Jackson, I don't know why, because... He hasn't been wrestling or even on the indies or with any type of a company in years. Right. So why keep it? I can understand Drew McIntyre. Of course. Because the McIntyre part of that was their intellectual property. Yes. Dolph Ziggler, um, again, you know, everybody's going to know who he is. He's not going to be running to AEW to go join the wingman with his brother, Ryan. Right. Um, and then, of course, now you've also got um, other terms that have been filed for trademark. Oh. This, this was as of February 25th. Okay. Including. A number of new terms, including a gimmick match for NXT. They've company filed for Jailhouse Street Fight. WWE NXT, which again, I don't know why. Right. Royal, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber, and Fatal 4-Way. Interesting. And they filed for those on February 23rd. Okay, that's really interesting. It's, there's some things in there that I would have figured had already been trademarked. Royal Absolutely. Rumble, right? Like money in very the bank. Interesting, right? I know every company's had their spin on a money in the bank. You had Impact with Feaster fired. You've got AEW with the face of the revolution, right? So yeah, I mean everybody's essentially done it at some point. I I would have thought that those those would have already been trademarked. Where I'm, it- what I'm going to wonder is with NXT because you've got NXT US, you've got NXT Europe yes. about to come. Yep. I know they looked at trying to do an NXT India and I mean I've heard rumors of and and spitballing here. So I had heard ideas for NXT Germany, NXT Canada. So I'm wondering if WWE NXT is for an NXT global so that they've just. That's a possibility. That's a really big possibility that they might just kind of be doing an NXT global type of situation, right? I mean, the WWE itself, the conglomerate is already the global force in sports entertainment. So it it would just kind of make, make, make a little sense. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I know they do have a new show coming up sometime soon in India. Right. Uh, and I know this has been delayed for a few months. This was supposed to happen back in January. Okay. Um, I 
can't remember when it's been delayed until there was something pushed it back. I think it was a broadcasting deal, broadcasting issue. Oh, Uh, it could very well be. So now this pay-per-view or this, sorry, premium live event, what jailhouse rock or whatever it is there. What's, what's it called? Jailhouse street fight. Why? I don't I, I, know. I, I don't even understand any any context to that. Uh, the only other thing I can think of is they're going to put two guys in there, and it's going to be NXT's version of Hell in a Cell. Okay. Or do I dread going back all those years to Big Boss Man? Versus Al Snow in the uh, like doghouse match or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, doghouse match. Where it was the steel cage inside Hell in a Cell. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll uh, construct something maybe similar to like the Elimination Chamber. Because be. then you could have it just bars as like a jail cell would be. You know what? I'm wondering if it's maybe a way to bring back the old school blue cage. That would be fantastic. I would absolutely love that. Yes. I have been clamoring for that for years. Right? Me too. Me too. As long as they don't do another Punjabi prison match. No respect to our East Indian listeners. No disrespect. No disrespect. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Um, No disrespect to our East Indian listeners or viewers. If you are watching. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens and what comes of all of these trademarks and if they get denied or if they get approved. Something that has been approved for ring of honor is a former WWE talent to work with the company who has been released from the company. But the big story coming out of this um, from Mascarara uh, Dorada, or people may know him as Grand Metalik. Yes. So it's according to a recent report, Grand Metalik will be the name that he is using in Ring of Honor. Tony Khan recently held the tapings uh, for Ring of Honor since his takeover. Uh, we're going to talk Ring of Honor next and when it's going to stream. Ring of Honor taped their shows. Grand Metalik made his debut and was introduced underneath the name of Grand Metalik, the name that he used during his run with the company underneath the Lucha House Party. Now, we've talked about these trademarks. Is this something that that you think WWE still has the trademark on and is getting, you know, a little bit of money come from him being able to use this? Or do you think that now underneath the new Triple H regime that Triple H is trying to uh, maybe extend a little bit of an olive branch per se and allow stars to use their former names? I'm going to go with the Triple H offering the olive branch. I know we had that situation where 
when WWE signed Samoa Joe and AJ Styles all those years ago. Right. They wanted to change them or whatever it was. And they said, no, these are the names the fans know us as. This is what we are coming in as. Um, but if you want to touch on Grand Metalik and being allowed to keep his name, um, as of February 23rd, former WWE superstar Lindsay Dorado has revealed 2023 will be the last year he competes in the ring while wearing a mask. Oh, yes, I did see that. I did see that. He's given us a timeline, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, yes. Does it say why? He, ju he just says, for almost two decades, I have been someone I'm not. I have okay. decided this will be my last year masked. Question is, will I lose it or say, fuck it? This is the real me. Okay. Again, this is a situation where only time will tell. Yes. Either way, I'm 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 at the point in my professional wrestling career of things where I say good for them. I want these people to go and do what they want and to be happy doing it. So if this is going yes. to make him happy, yes. Then by all means freaking do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, I do want to touch because with Ring of Honor coming up mm -hmm. and returning to TV on March 2nd. Yep. They are Ring of Honor, I believe, is now also going to be sharing the venue with AEW Dark at the Dark Zone at Universal Studios. Yes. Yes, they are. Which which I think is absolutely fantastic and still allows, you know, like they're both essentially Tony's companies, exactly. right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's really good in that sense. Noob, how are you doing? My friend, thank you so much for coming by. I am doing absolutely fantastic tonight. OMD I'm sure is doing good as well. Absolutely. Um, we've gone through a, a number of different topics here already, but we are not close to being done just yet. We're talking some ring of honor right now. As OMD mentioned, Ring of Honor is going to be returned to uh, weekly broadcast starting on March 2nd. Is going to be done in Orlando, sharing the uh, Dark Zone with AEW. Now, I'm just wondering, is it going to be at uh, Studio 43, formerly known as the Impact Zone? See, that I don't know. And I'm almost wondering know. if they're doing it because if they're keeping it as the dark zone, keyword being zone. Right. That could very well be. Um, I might have to ask somebody that I know a little later and see if she can give me some uh, some information on that. Someone who was at the tapings. Yes, the beautiful and wonderful Astrid. She was there. Oh, wonderful. Yes. I'm excited for Ring of Honor to be coming back. Yes. First announced by Sports Illustrated, returning the, the first set of tapings happened on February 25th and 26th, restarting Ring of Honor 
this will be the first time in almost a year since Tony has bought the company that we are actually going to see them back on television. Um, after a year, a year after being purchased by Tony Khan, Ring of Honor's weekly show will return next month, is what Sports Illustrated put out. And Ian Riccaboni, Ian Riccaboni, Ian Riccaboni says Riccoboni. new favorite day just dropped Thursday. So that's right. Ring of Honor will be broadcast on Thursdays going head to head, essentially, with Impact Wrestling, which I find amusing a little, just a little. Noob says ROH is back because NWA is pretty much going downhill with lack of storytelling and building up to their pay-per-views except for the women's TV title tournament. I I can't disagree with you at this point. Um, unfortunately, the NWA does seem to be on a bit of a uh, decline right now. Um, hopefully they can pull it back at some point because I would love to see more NWA, but I mean, I, again, we're, we're, we're just, we're just going to have to see OMD. What do you think about ring of honor running on Thursdays? Again, it's going to be hard. Cause I love, I love my Thursday nights watching impact right at eight o'clock. Um, now, I mean, it's going to essentially be what is ring of honors time slot and who's going to be broadcasting them. Is it going to be on honor club or who will be broadcasting ring of honor? Because right. with Sinclair Broadcasting bankrupt. And that's going to affect a whole bunch of sports networks as well, including Bally Sports, yep. who are the coverage for 12 NHL teams, including your beloved Detroit Red Wings. Mm -hmm. And they're like $12 billion in debt. Yeah. So it's I don't know be who's broadcasting it or does Tony Khan have a deal worked out with access TV, which is now owned by Anthem sports to do impact new Japan pro for an hour right. and then ring of honor. Right. Because we know that Tony has worked with impact in the past. Yes. Oh yes. They definitely have. So, yeah, I mean, all of this, I mean, it's all just kind of who knows up at this point. I'm excited for it all, though. It means that there's yes. going to be more good professional wrestling coming to us, and that is exactly what I love. We're going to have one more topic here before we take a brief break for sponsors. We need to make sure that we get in our sponsors, and we're going to finish out everything talking WWE stuff. So we're going to do our last non-WWE topic right now. And that's AEW doing another Forbidden Door pay-per-view. So it was kind of seen um, from the Pro Wrestling and MMA news page on Facebook. Um, this little bit of information here was from Spectrum it says breaking news, upcoming events. Don't miss a single event on Spectrum TV. Pay-per-view has all the wrestling and boxing action 
for your next watch party, including AEW Revolution happening uh, March 5th, WrestleMania 39 parts 1 and 2, AEW Double or Nothing, and then June 24th, it shows AEW Forbidden Door. So now is that maybe just a typo that has happened and there is not actually a forbidden door that's going to be happening, but yet a different pay-per-view from AEW that is just unnamed at this point? What are your speculations? I'm going to speculate that I think there's probably is a forbidden door too because the works have been there. Last year's was such a success. Right with all of his working partnerships and with him having ring of honor and AEW. Yep. Can you imagine? And let's not forget ring of honor previously had a working relationship with new Japan pro. Right. I'm just wondering, and I'm going to put this one out there. Could this be a forbidden door that sees AEW and WWE? Not a chance. No. At this point, not a chance in hell. Okay. Yeah. WWE right now needs to and has been focusing solely on ensuring that the product is great for the sale of the company. Aligning yourself with these other companies is not going to be good for business at this point. So the WWE, I don't believe will be working with anyone closely over the next little while until the company has been sold. And I say that as well, because we know that over in Europe, the WWE was working with companies over there and they have stopped that as the contracts ran up. They did not renew any contracts with that, and they have severed the ties with those areas. Yes, that they have that. I believe we discussed that a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. Um, so, and I can understand that, but I'm also wondering if maybe Forbidden Door does get expanded. We know that with Cody having gone back, and now Triple H saying, oh, we've got significant interest in Kenny Omega. You've got Jay White is the hot, the hottest free agent on the market, so where is he going to go? Right. You've got Hikaleo and Tamatonga are free agents right. coming up. Yeah. So you've got to look at all of those factors. Is Are these going to play in? Or could Hikaleo, I'm going to suggest this one, go to Impact? With Ace and Bay, because he's been there before. It's very true. He has. And I mean, he, just because a contract runs up doesn't mean that he cannot be part of the Bullet Club anymore. Exactly. So there's no reason why. And we know that uh, New Japan is, you know, kind of trying to create something in the United States as well. Yes. So, I mean, how good of a name would it be to have Hikaleo? With Chris Bay and Ace Austin as Bullet Club over there yes, in the and, U.S. And now that the Bullet Club, Ace and Bay are the Impact Tag Team Champions. Right. 
And they brought in their butt boy, Kenta. Yep. So now you can see it. We just saw it. I don't know if you've seen the video. At a recent WWE live event, Cody Rhodes was in the ring with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson following his match. Oh. And they did this. Okay. Well, I'm sure the WWE at some point is probably going to try to get Jay White. Yes. On contract, right? So if they get Jay White under contract, that uh, opens up a whole world of possibilities for them, considering, yes, we've got AJ Styles uh, there that was a leader of the Bullet Club. Cody Rhodes was part of the Bullet Club. Um, You know, Gallows and Anderson, part of the Bullet Club. Jay White, leader of the Bullet Club. Finn Balor. Yep, Balor as well. The founder of the Bullet Club with Carl Anderson. You've got all these names that are there that will be or are in the WWE that could recreate that there. Yes. And now that it's not a watered-down, bastardized version of itself like they did all those years ago with the NWO recreation. Hopefully they're going to be allowed to be turned loose. Now that creative has less to do with the promos and more of the storytelling. Exactly. These guys are allowed to speak for themselves, not just have to memorize bullet points. Right. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited for it though. Yes. I definitely am. You know what else is exciting? Our partnership with Rogue Energy, RogueEnergy.com. Great, amazing products over there. I'm going to show you the video right now. The ticker down below is going to continue so that you can write down that promo code to get your 10% off your entire order. consideration paid for by the following wrestling a love and a passion we all share i've started a wrestling brand the wrestling brand a brand founded on the aspects of wrestling two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere collar and elbow is the brand passion and love for wrestling is the drive i am al snow And this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. 
Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beatdowns. And Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. My name is Carl Carafel. And welcome back to Turnbuckle Talk. We're at episode 310, which is absolutely insane. And I am very happy and thankful for each and every one of you that comes and joins on these live streams or leaves comments after when you're listening to it back at your own pleasure and leisure. We're going to finish. Oh, go ahead. Congratulations on the 310 episodes. I know I haven't been around very often. I know I was back at more in the earlier days. Right. Um, And I want to thank you again for giving me the opportunity to join you for some of the fantastic interviews that you had for allowing me to participate in those. Thank you for having me on here every second Tuesday now when I'm (laughs) kid free. You are more than welcome. Thank you for being there and for supporting me this entire time. It's absolutely appreciated. All right. We're going to finish things out here with some WWE talk. The rest of the program is going to be all about WWE. First thing I want to talk about is I'm going to, I'm going to give a quote here. Okay. She's she, she says, I'll never give up hope. I'll never give up hope that she'll come back. I'll say yes if she would come back because this is her home. This is her dream. I know this is her home and where her heart is. And by her heart, I mean me. So she needs to come back to me because I need her to be my travel partner. I'm going to say that I'll never give up hope that she'll come back strong, powerful words said during an interview with Ariel Hawane by Bailey about Sasha Banks. Bailey was in attendance during Sasha Banks uh, debut in Japan. And uh, she recently spoke with Ariel Hawani. Go and check out that interview. Uh, great interview that was done there. Not very long, um, but very powerful interview that was done there where she expressed her optimism about seeing the boss, Sasha Banks, back with the Stanford-based company, the conglomerate known as the WWE. What do you think about that? Proud of Bailey for putting her heart where it is. Right. I know the history, you know, and the stories that those two have told in the ring. Yes. Going back to take over Brooklyn. Right. And yes, they were part of the four horsewomen together. They have been up and down the roads. Yep. They are best friends. And we know, like, even going back, I believe it was after an elimination chamber when Sasha stabbed Bailey in the back and she's like, you're my best friend, but I'm going to be the one that beats you up. I'm going to be the one that turns my back on you. Nobody else can. Right. 
personally, I could care less about Sasha Banks and if she ever returns. I'm tired of it. She did it a few years ago after she and Bailey lost the women's tag titles at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And she ran away and cried for six months to return at SummerSlam. Right. Last May, I can understand creative differences. I can understand her and Trinity not wanting to have to put each other over to see who's going to lose to Bianca and the another one that can go home and Ronda Rousey for the women's titles. Yeah. But to walk out the way you did, leave the tag belts on the desk, go away. Don't right. need you back. <laughs> if you're going to come back, you owe each and every fan a handwritten apology. Fair enough. Sasha Banks has gone on and done some good things for herself, though, or uh, Mercedes, Mercedes Monet, uh, yes. as she goes by now. So good for her. Um, that type of friendship, that type of, of want and need and desire uh, to just have your friends and be close to them is second to none. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's something that is so hard to find. And I hope that at some point that uh, that the two of them can reconnect together and uh, work together and be those those travel companions once again. I do want to mention one of my favorite shows. Yes. Yes. You're going to get a little bit of a taste of uh, Carl Carafel right now. One of my favorite shows is Bar Rescue with John Taffer. Yes. The new episodes are being released. The new season has started. And on the first episode of the new season, we got to actually see Maria Menunos and her husband, who is friends with John Taffer. Yes. Go into a bar as, um, you know, the, 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 uh, what, what, the, the scouts. Yeah. 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 We'll use that word. Um, but she had two other people with her as well. Yes, I did hear about this. I didn't know which episode. I have not seen the new episode yet. I um, saw the majority of it. But it had Sasha and Trin. Yes, they were advertised to be on Bar Rescue this season. It yeah. didn't say which episode. It didn't. So it was episode one. It I happened it... right away. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was I was surprised because I'm looking and and okay, so now Trin is usually all done up in her like glow everything, right? I I really didn't even recognize her at first. I had to like double take and then I'm like, wait, 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 hold on a second. That's across the that's Sasha Banks. And I'm like, whoa, okay, it's this episode. Yeah. Yes. So it has dropped. If case anybody wants to try to find it, go and see it. Uh, use your uh, cable box, PVR it, whatever you got to do. Find it. If you're a fan of Sasha Trin or Maria Menounos. I, I will happily take Maria Menounos. I love her, her appearances on Bar Rescue. Right. Um, I've loved her appearances when she's done WrestleMania. Mm hmm. 
Me too. Um, and I know she's got the history there with Sasha and Trin. For those of you that may not be aware, Trinity was Naomi in WWE. Right. So you've enjoyed Maria Menounos and what she has done at WrestleMania. I am hoping that these two individuals are able to continue <laughs> on to WrestleMania as champions. If you were watching last night as we did our Raw watch along, you would have seen at the end of the program me losing my absolute shit and going nuts because Becky Lynch, really not not not, not caring about Becky Lynch at this point, but Lita won the Women's Tag Team Championships. Oh, be still my beating heart with Lita even getting the pin for the win. Is this going to be something that is only going to be very short lived or do you think that we will see this continue on into a WrestleMania type of situation and have the two of them defending those championships on either night one or night two? I do think it's going to be a drawn out story. Okay. Because I'm part of this, and I know you're excited about Lita. But for those that didn't watch Raw last night, I'm going to make a spoiler. There was another Legends return to assist with the win, that being Trish Stratus. Yes. Um. <clears throat> The only issue, and I'm going to say this, we know that Lita said a year ago, I believe it was at Crown Jewel, when she was challenging Becky for the women's title, was she believes she's got one run left in her. Right. Now, one how, championship run yes. left in her. Yes. yes. Now, I know she, you know, she is rusty because she hasn't been competing in the ring. She hasn't been training. Right. So I'm hoping that, you know, in time it will come back. But one of the things that always, always seems to get to me is that they bring these legends back and then even the current talent, who are the ones that are supposed to be over and getting the rub from the legends, are now giving these legends that rub back and saying, no, you take the glory. I don't see anything wrong with that. Respect your elders. True. Yes. I, I get the whole respect. thing. Right. And if, if they are aware that this is going to be a program that they are going to be continuing on in for several months time, then yes, give them that shine. Let them have those championships because in the end, you know that you are going to get them back anyway. So it really isn't going to make much of a difference because we know that, you know, like Lita is not going to be around and with the company for the next four, five years. No. Right. Whereas damage control. Yes, they will be. Yes. And I'm, right? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this is going to probably end at backlash. 
I would even go so far as to say perhaps even a little bit further towards the end of May and the King and Queen of the Ring tournaments. Okay. Because you've got now Lita and Becky as the tag team champions. You've got now Trish Stratus who said after SummerSlam 19, I believe it was, that was her last match. I am now officially retired. Now she's back and it, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see a six-woman tag. Right. I'm sure at some point we will. So do you do the six-woman at Mania on night one and then maybe a tag title match on night two? Possibly. Or do you do the tag title match at Mania and do the six-woman at Backlash? I, I like that idea better. Give me the six women at Backlash. Um, and how do you see, who do you see as Becky and Lita's opponents at Mania, not counting Dakota and EO, because we know that that's where the rematch is going to take place. Um, It's going to be WrestleMania. You, is this kind of what you're throwing out there? Yes. Okay. Um, Returning Iconics. Okay. And I'm going to put in Rhonda and Shayna. Boo. I know. All the credit to Shayna, because she's the one who does all the work. Rhonda's just there. Rhonda's a little bitch that just needs to go home and stay home. Yep. Yep, I agree. She can sit behind her uh, her little texting machine and uh, call out whoever she wants from behind there and uh, complain about how it's all fake and, you know, not getting what she deserves in the company. Like, bullshit, shut your mouth, just stay away. You know what, though, to Rhonda's credit, like, Rhonda just sounds to me like Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, and then... But she's actually there. She does show up to her credit, but she makes all these claims. Yet we've seen the videos of her trained by Natty. Right. Training with James Storm. But yet it's yeah. fake and she doesn't like it. And Right. We're going to get off of that topic because I'm done talking about her and I don't want to talk about her anymore. We're going to be talking uh, okay. the final two topics here about WrestleMania. First, okay, I believe that this is going to happen. I believe that this is going to be absolutely amazing. I think, just as he said, this is going to be bigger than the Golden Globes. It will be bigger than the Oscars. He says, you thought Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith was a big moment. Wait till you see what I have in store for WrestleMania. The Miz is our host for WrestleMania, joining the likes of The Rock, Hulk Hogan twice, Alexa Bliss, The New Day, Rob Gronkowski, and Titus O'Neil. Absolutely amazing stuff, and I'm very, very happy about this. Quickly, give me your thoughts. What do you think of the resident Hollywood A-lister, The Miz, hosting the festivities? Absolutely fantastic. The guy can get on the mic and go. Right. 
it is going to be interesting to see what types of surprises he has. Right. It's going to be interesting to see who he brings out as maybe a special guest, not counting Maurice. Right, of course. But, pardon the pun, but this is awesome. Right? Right? I mean, you have to. You have to say it. It definitely is going to be awesome. I'm going to put the graphic back up here for everyone to see. Yes, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Not not given to you by turnbuckle talk as it kind of looks there or our local establishment. But I know during WrestleMania time, there will be more shows that us here will be talking about. And I want you guys to check out my friends over at realwrestling.net as well. Realwrestling.net news and views by real fans. Turnbuckle Talk is going international with Real Wrestling as they are in the United Kingdom. And I am very happy to be part of the crew over there. We talk WrestleMania and how it's two nights. Yes. So there has been talk recently that Triple H has something in store for WrestleMania going into the future where he wants to do less with WrestleMania. Do you feel that Triple H taking and doing less is a good approach if they continue with a two-day event? Or could we go back to a one-day event? if Triple H gets what he wants in making things less. I think it's a fantastic idea and to keep it two days. I okay. remember we we used to do the WrestleMania party at your house. Right. And I remember there were days that we'd get there at four in the afternoon to watch the pre-show and the main event is hitting at 12.15 at night. Right. And it's just too much crammed into that one night. Sure. Now, I mean, that is probably the toughest two weeks of the year as well for (laughs) wrestling. Right. (laughs) So to do less, simplify Mm -hmm. and make it better, tell a better story. So you can do four or five matches a night. Okay. Give us 45 minutes per match. Okay. That now I'll go from intro. So I'm not going to sit here and say a 45 minute five five 45 minute matches for each match, not counting intros from <clears throat> intro to end bell, 45 minutes. Okay. I know you've got to get your promos in. You've got to right. get your mic time in. But if you can do that, can you imagine the match quality? Oh, yeah, definitely. The match qualities would be absolutely stellar. Um, But even then, we're still looking. If we have have five matches, we're still looking at 45 minutes apiece, including, let's say, entrance and exit before we get to the next. We're still looking five hours worth of programming minimum. Yes. Right? And that's, that's breaking things down to even less than what they will be 
during these two nights. So yeah, I agree with you. If they were to keep it the two nights, I'm okay with that. As long as we are getting quality. Yes. I don't want to see no giant mouse traps or swinging hand bullshit going on. I want WrestleMania to be that premier event. The show of shows where the culmination of stories and the start of new ones begin and end where we get the opportunity to see the best professional wrestling out of all of the talent absolutely on the roster absolutely and in fact i'm going to touch on this one of the big things i'm glad they're slowly doing away with is the celebrity match right now i know we're getting logan paul versus seth rollins and it is the celebrity match But Logan Paul is a phenomenal athlete and can go and he is putting in the work to learn the business. But I'm going to go back because you are going to see Paul White on the Jericho Cruise in January. Yep. But you take a look at how many times did they give him that stupid celebrity match. Floyd Mayweather, Aki Bono, supposed to be Shaq. You know, and how many times did they just, well, you're the big show, so we're going to stick you in this match to give you a match, but you're going to lose. Every time. It felt like it. Yeah. So good on them for doing away with that. I'm very happy with them doing away with that as well. And I do hope that we start to get less bullshit and more quality Yes. When it comes to these shows. Yes. 100%. And I, do, I do think they can also, I don't want to say do away, but I think they don't need to have everybody who goes into the Hall of Fame come out both nights. Right. Just to stand on the stage and wave. Yeah. I, I don't want to say do away with that because I do think that that's disrespectful, but do it one night. I think both nights because some people don't get tickets for both nights. Right. Right. So for me, doing it both nights is is acceptable for me for that reason alone. Right. With that and- being said, we're at 55 minutes here. I want to show everybody what is coming up for our local establishment this week.
So much great stuff coming up for you this week on our local establishment. OMD, thank you so much for joining me here today. We are reaching that one hour mark. I want everybody to stay tuned. 1010 tonight, we are going to be having TakeOver. We're going to be having the NXT show with Ed and Astrid coming up here for you. It's going to be absolutely insane as they always do on a Tuesday night. Make sure that you're checking out our local establishment, especially our YouTube page right now. That's our big push right now. Please go and check them out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at our local establishment. Give that a sub, hit that notification bell, and you'll know when everything drops there. There's even content that sometimes goes over there that doesn't get to other places as well. Well, thank you for having me here again, Carl. It's always a pleasure to come on and do this show with you. Thank you. Um, thank you for allowing me to express my opinions, share my insights, and share yours uh, on our one of our all-time favorite subjects, that being pro wrestling and right. the world of it. Exactly. We're not just confined to one promotion here. We talk about all the different promotions that we can, all the large promotions that we can. So for OMD and for myself, we say good night, Felicia. Thank you so much for coming by and sticking around here with us. And remember everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other. <laughs>